This is Movies First with Alex First. Collectively, the Ocean's Heist films, directed by Steven Soderbergh and released between 2001 and 2007, collected $1.125 US billion at the worldwide box office. They were based on the 1960 Rat Pack film Ocean's Eleven that featured Peter Lawford, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr and Joey Bishop. Now, like they did with Ghostbusters, Hollywood has made an all-female version. Five years, eight months, 12 days and counting. That's how long Debbie Ocean, Sandra Bullock, just released from prison, has been concocting the greatest heist of her storied career. She knows what it's going to take, a team of the best in their field, starting with her former partner in crime, Lou, Kate Blanchett. Together they recruit a crew of specialists, jeweller Amita, Mindy Kaling, street con Constance, Aquafina, expert fence Tammy, Sarah Paulson, hacker Nineball, Rihanna, and fashion designer Rose Wheel, Helena Bonham Carter. The target is $150 million in diamonds, baubles that will adorn the neck of world-famous actress Daphne Kluger, Anne Hathaway, will be centre stage at the event of the year, the Met Gala. Their plan appears rock solid, but it will need to be flawless if the team is to get in and get away in plain sight. Ocean's 8 also stars Richard Armitage as Claude Becker, Kluger's unwitting date at the gala, and James Corden as John Frazier, an insurance investigator trying to put the pieces together. Gary Ross, who directed Seabiscuit, is at the helm from a screenplay he co-wrote with Olivia Milch. Steven Soderbergh receives a producing credit. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Earlier, I referenced the Paul Feig-directed female version of Ghostbusters, which they mucked up. I'm afraid to say they've largely made a meal out of this all-girl version of Oceans 2. In short, despite some engaging names and an array of talent, it's strangely flat for two-thirds of the movie. It's limp and dull for a large part of that. If you stuck heart rate monitors on the performers, they wouldn't come close to getting into the red. I'm talking about through the entire setup, the establishment of the players, and the preparation and even the execution of the main sting. It was only when James Corden appeared as the insurance investigator that the real fun began. He was genuinely funny, and his execution was pitch perfect, with several scene-stealing moments. And thereafter, more surprises were in store. I dare say part of the reason I was far from excited to that point was that all I got was the predictable, and there were few, if any, snags. It was all done by the book, so to speak. So while it's always dangerous to pick up a franchise so many years after its original success, the expectation is that you do not tarnish the legacy. The next comment is sexist, but I happen to believe it to be true. If you haven't seen the original, and you're a woman, you may like it better than I did. In other words, it's a chick flick, good and proper. At least I can say the final 20 minutes is far more entertaining and engaging than the first hour and a half. Ocean's 8 scores a 6 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.